welcome to No Page Unturned, the podcast where Christina, Steph, and myself, Josh, go in-depth discussing books, mainly focusing on those written by BIPOC and LGBTQ plus authors. You don't have to read along with us, but be warned, there will be spoilers ahead. Welcome to the penultimate episode of Memory of Souls, where we talk about every single thing going down until next time, where every single thing goes down again. The Ceteres 11 episode. <laughs> Gotta break into the mantle. That was extremely dope. Mm-hmm. And made sense in world. And yeah. was like a per- it was like Ocean's 11 in one chapter. It was and great. Like, she, ca- she comes up with it in like 20 minutes. But it is, it is like intellectually satisfying. It's not like a giant plot hole where she's like, well, I'll just punch it really hard. Yeah. And I believe she does have to ask the name of all the things a few questions to get there as well. Yeah, that, you yeah know. but that's like doing research. Yeah. Right, but like it's not, not that, everybody yeah, like, has access to true. that info. So like the idea that like she comes up within 20 minutes is not like a plot hole. It like makes right, sense exactly. using the tools that she has. Exactly. And, and she has access to the sword that no one else has mm. in the history of ever. Sure. So right. right. Helps also. <laughs> yes. She she's working with good tools, but she's only she's working with finite tools. Mm-hmm. She's not working with plot armor, I guess I should say. <laughs> yes, yes. Or a plot shovel. I don't I've lost control of the metaphor. Yeah. But unfortunately they did not account for Valathia being even better than Cariel. I like I like the mm. like threat the they had a planned threat level of who to take out first. Yeah. <laughs> Felthia, man. I love it when when fancy ladies are real bloodthirsty. Yes. Yes. Felthia is like a neutral good Cariel. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like Yeah, I like, like that. Super intelligent. Maybe not as like manipulative, like um what's the word? What's the word? Carrie, you know, very um I'm waving my finger around as if that's Girl gonna boss. help me remember. <laughs> 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 like power hungry as Cariel, but like insanely <gasps> smart and magically gifted and mm. yeah. I gotta refer to Cariel as the girl boss from now on. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Hundred percent her energy. Oh yes. Oh my god! Yes. She's horrible, and she's but a she fake blonde okay too. Okay, doing it. Yeah, she is. Yep. Her whole body is blonde. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, Josh, that was good. She gives Tere shit about trying to kill the king. Oh, How dare you uh, kill this man that I told you to take care of? How dare you, trained assassin, do a thing that would really help us all out Don't you mean, don't you understand that I said you, a trained assassin, to do diplomacy? How dare you, a chef, assume that I meant take care of the dishes? That was the other guy. This time it was Tarendel who told Tarith to do the killing. Oh, like he, just straight, yeah. he just straight up went, you should kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. I loved it. Now, these are some real, like, Tarendel shine chapters where he's just like, no, you should kill that guy. Also, Starcourt. Very good Tarendel Yeah, that chapters. was pretty boss. Yeah. Yeah, so what's the deal? Did he, did he, uh, did he actually kill them? I... It sure sounds like it. 
It sounds like they consented to it, maybe? Yeah. I'm having a little trouble. The The court scene was so good, I immediately forgot what came I, before. I, I was I, like, no. Yeah. I think you get more of that, because the next, because 101 is called, like, the Black King or something. So I'm guessing we'll get a more uh, info on that in our next batch. Yeah, I couldn't remember. But it does make sense how they explain... Um, like it makes perfect sense how they explain the Stark Court would actually vote in favor of getting rid of the Law of Danios because it's mm-hmm. beneficial to them considering uh, if they did, all those people that were Star Tears for so long now will... They have nothing, yeah. Well, yeah. Although, it's unclear to me what the economics of that proposition are. It's like, you get to be rich, hot, eternal, and horny, or you get to be rich, hot, eternal, horny, and, like, a little bit poorer? Not even a lot. Like, people just give you jewelry, so... I think I it's, know. like, status, too, I right? Guess, like, being, yeah. being a, you know, a settler, like, being one of the originals gives you a... Like, uh, the, one of the founders, right? Like you know, Valathia, besides being Valathia, automatically gets respect for being a founder. Right. But they'd still get respect for being what they were. Right? Even if they were no longer what they... Right. Like, you're still you're still no longer the president, but you still get a surface detail. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm just... Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, what, what other hideouts? The first one, where the one where Cariel almost got assassinated... They describe that as the closest things to like a slums for the mm, vanal, yeah. and it's not even like nobody there is poor. This is just where all the weirdos go because they want to be <laughs> left alone. Oh my god, I would absolutely right, yeah. be one of those like basement vane, like just hang. I think it's implied that they're like doing a lot of drugs too, just kind of like yeah. hanging out, getting high, living living under the branches. But they say, isn't Basement Vane the regular? Is it? Oh, no, no, it's that uh, Valathia is a weirdo because she's a Basement Vane. Because <laughs> the, the home they go to uh, oh, at one yeah. point, yeah. isn't it considered like, like gauche weird. because yes. it's more underground than in tree? Yeah. But that's like rich basement Vane. Yeah, that's eccentric that's, weirdo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not uh, not fucking basement dweller. Yeah, it's like your mom's basement, only your mom seems to be a tree. Or, <laughs> like, your own basement because you just never want to leave the house. I don't know. And there's fish. And there's fish. That How cool would that be? Have your own fish tunnel? Clearly, you know, everyone's aspiration of fish tunnel. <laughs> Moving on. I don't like the term fish tunnel. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, okay. but sushi is really good. <laughs> For our first date, my now husband proposed that we get sushi and watch Ponyo. Which is the most offensive thing, and I love it. And we're married now. So, listen, shoot your shot, kids, with the fish tunnel. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Gave that bitch a fish tunnel. Bitches love fish tunnels. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Should we start at the beginning, though? Yeah, yeah. Let's go back a bit. Okay. So, there's there's sort of like 
two things unfolding in the first parts of these chapters, which is uh, them realizing that Sulis has taken over Janelle's body. And so they're like, all right, we got to bust into the mantle and doing all that. And then there's also uh, Gritzed being powerfully unhelpful and Kieran and Thurvishar realizing uh, some stuff about the barrier warding crystals, which I was very confused about until basically the scene where they're underwater. Yeah. I did not quite get that. I did enjoy uh, Vexishal being very resourceful and cutting off Sue's fingers. Like yeah. this was this was too easy. Like I, I, I'm I'm you know making sure that she's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. She learned her lesson. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, one of the nice things is that even if you get a little lost, and you're going to get a little lost in these books from time to time. Uh, there's still, like, the clear emotional valence of every scene. So, like, Thurvishar and Kieran being really mad at Grist for being mm-hmm. a tit is perfect. Like, I don't need to understand everything. It's going to get yeah. explained. Like, I'm just I'm just here for the irritation. Yeah, like, cool. I know that Thurvishar is smarter than me. So I'm just yeah. kind of going to go along for the ride. And, like, I know he'll explain it later because he's also a lot smarter than Kieran. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank God they have a wizard in their party because they are just, Truly. just. What do we got? We got a bard, a rogue, and a fighter. Like a fighter, yeah. yeah, like an, an eldritch yeah. knight. Just you know, Int is not. Int is not. A dump it, stat. It's a dumb stat for the. <laughs> they're all really high charisma. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really low int. Yeah. You think uh, Gris was telling the truth when he said he didn't know that um, Sandus was. Um, Thurvishar's dad because he seems to imply that you know I'm not a monster I wouldn't yeah. do that I don't know why well somebody wrote on that ring yeah. it's true and someone who understood Voros yeah so not many candidates left yeah it's like him and Ralisvar and that's, that's pretty much it and then yeah. maybe Valthea yeah but she was a harp that's true that's gotta yeah. be a weird therapy thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine being a Vane therapist? Fuck. No. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> Couples counseling for the Vane? Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I feel like that's the one thing that Vane don't know how to do well. Therapy. It's like, Mental health, yeah. Yeah, the Vane therapist is like, why don't you just go to the sex club? Like that. <laughs> I do love that they go to like Vane sex club med for part of this. <laughs> oh man, it, you know it's funny. Uh, so I was editing um, the fourth Memory of Souls episode this week, and we got on a tear about uh, yeah, like uh, Stone of Shackles body swaps and like the way that everybody is related to. And I, we we had not remembered at that point that. Uh, Mayani and Cariel used to be married and we were talking about how like Cariel was her own sister-in-law but she's actually her own sister-in-law like twice over because she is her sister-in-law via Mayani's marriage yeah. to her brother and then also her sister-in-law via her <laughs> Mayani's marriage to her it's so <laughs> it might even be three times overall. Yeah. Anyways. Oh yeah, because she's technically now in her previous sister-in-law's body. Yes. Right. That's fucked up. 
And so weird. Just ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you? Yeah. Can you imagine? Just it would just be like counseling that just like a just like a nation that's one polycule. Oh my god. It's just like please draw with the red string exactly <laughs> how <laughs> how you are related to these people. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right, anyway, so so we're going back a little bit. Sorry, I got, I already got us ahead of us. So ah. so okay, so Kieran and Thurvishar realize that uh they what if, if Kieran realizes like who replaced the warden crystal that's under Lake Jorat. And then, so then they go there and they realize that the, the crystal that they smashed in yeah. the memory of, or in, um, in the name, name of all things has been replaced. It's been replaced by some stuff that has like, you know, like the glyphs and shit that Senerae uses. Um, this, this part was confusing to me. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't. but anyways, it turns out that Grist is working with Relosvar so, correct me if I'm wrong, they have it set up now where if the Ritual of Night is completed, it does not, it no longer would strip immortality from a race. It would, in fact, uh... Yeah. It, it free Volkaroth? Destroy whatever barriers left for okay. Valkaroth. And then, right, and they're doing this because they want to yeet Volkaroth through the Nithral wound and then use that energy to, like, close it from the other side. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Kieran realizes that he also would be Yote. Yes. Yeeted? Through the university. The, uni- the uni- university? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a gaping hole. I forgot that I they like go it. to see it, and it is very scary. Yeah, I just imagine the warding crystal to be like have a bunch of confetti in it. I don't know why. That's always <laughs> what I've pictured it as too. Like, yeah, it's like because they describe it as like a like a glass ball with like screws. It's, I almost picture it as like microchips sometimes too. Yeah. That's better than what I picture, honestly, because I'm picturing the uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, the silver rupees. So <laughs> that's not that's not it at all. No, no, no. <laughs> I picture one of those balloons that has like all the stuff inside. Oh, the, the, yeah. And then the kids like shake it up to make it move around inside, oh. except in crystal shape. But yours I makes once... more way more sense. I once accidentally popped one of those at a bachelorette party by opening the champagne at it. It was like a nice, yeah, but it got everywhere, and I got on the train, and then it turns out there was like still confetti in my hair for the four hours I took back. <laughs> Oops. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, bad stuff is going to happen regardless. And then, do we want to? Go back to Senere or stick with Janelle uh, or uh, Kieran. Yeah, do you want to just do you want to just like go through the Kieran plot and then we'll go through the Manol plot? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So that okay. So then at this point, Kieran pulls a baller fucking move, and he manages to like think really hard at the ruby ring and communicate to Terrandel that the ritual is trapped and that. 
he needs to do whatever he can to delay the ritual. Um, which was really interesting because it like it sets up this like time stamp basically, where mm-hmm. it kind of like for me it realigned things because I think it's later. Yeah, we get that moment when Turndale yeah, steps away in, yeah, and is like, in, like hang on. Yes, in in like two chapters later, so that helps yeah. us like align the timeline. Um, and then and then Volkaroth shows up, and Kieran says he doesn't want to play with him. Oh yeah, he says like go to your like, room. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's. Oh what no, they wait, say, that's what Griff. That's what Griff yeah. says. He's like, did you just tell Valkaroff to go to his room? <laughs> and Kieran's like, like yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. So and then and then I didn't remember this at all. He talks about how Sharonikal told him that he was Volkaroff's geish. Yeah, I think we did discuss that, that in the. Way back. Yeah. But now he thinks that... So there are multiple layers of Gation going on because they're both offshoots of the same soul, right? And so he also thinks that Earthanriel, he can hear because it might be one of or both of their Gaishas. But it's not Kieran's Gaish. Oh no, sorry. Kieran is Volkara's cornerstone. That's what it is. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, I, I... remembered that wrong yeah that makes sense because then they have to go back together in order to yeah be not insane yeah yeah but then what is kieran's cornerstone power (laughs) that's what i want to know controlling volkaroth i guess yeah or kind of controlling volkaroth like in the way that oh yeah because he sends them back to his room control the dragons yeah i thought you said i thought you said trolling at first (laughs) i'm like (laughs) I mean, he should have a power, right? Is it his witch gift? Maybe, but other, some people... He could just know, have that. Yeah. 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 It's probably the controlling Valkaroff so, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, but all the cornerstones can control their dragons. He should be able to do something else. Maybe it's that he's just very bad at talking to boys. <laughs> Wait, I got it. Is maybe it's supernatural. Power? It, <laughs> Isn't Kieran's uh, ability to go invisible described as, like, way better than it should be? That actually does sound familiar, so it could be that. Compared, Maybe, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't remember if it was Thervishaw or Senere. Mm. It may be even been Janelle uh, describing yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kieran's ability to turn invisible much more advanced than the the run-of-the-mill invisibility spell. That sounds familiar. But, oh, right, yeah. That still works. Sorry, I was gonna say, but uh, Thervishar could still find him, but that's because Thervishar's gift is that he's psychic. Yeah, that's gotta be so a So he pain. didn't need to see him. Man, imagine being psychic and then being spending your entire childhood with the one mind you don't want to know oh, anything about. Oh, God. Like, it's amazing that Thurfishar is alive. And just not insane, too. And, just, like, not yeah. completely broken. Yeah. yeah. Can he read Relisvar's mind? Maybe? Probably? I think we talked about this last time, like, can Thurfishar read Dragon's Minds? And I think our answer was yes. But then when uh, he know that he was uh, Relifar's grandson much sooner, because they technically have seen each other a lot. 
But they don't, I don't think Rello Savar knew that he was his grandson once he was grown up. Because he changed their, uh, the eyes got changed. Oh, so like he, like he made them black. He didn't know and... that Thurvishar was actually Sandus's kidnapped kid. Right. He might, it might have just been an asymmetry of information. Okay. I can see that. Uh, maybe, that but sense. I don't know. Yeah. Karen and Thurvishar talk about Relisvar knowing, and that's why yeah. and Thurvishar was, whole... was uh, a hostage for yeah. with Gadrith. Yeah, and there was a the whole thing where Senere was like, he's your fucking grandson, and like, you know, or, you know, you're, you're, or, right, you're, you're his right, fucking yeah. grandson, and he never told me. Like, I always wondered what Gadrith had over Relosvar. There's right. a simple enough explanation for uh, this. Yeah, Relosvar sure is a powerful enough wizard that he probably has his mind yeah. blocked from being read. Yeah, he's probably smart enough to, like, block half of his mind, too, so Thurvishar thinks he's, like, reading his mind or something. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. He just has his mind compartmentalized, so it's like, here's all the plot of Naruto in this one <laughs> yeah. section of my mind. Yeah, he's like, playing over oh, and man. over again. Oh, man. Elsevar knows so much about Sasuke. I don't get it. <laughs> imagine your entire brain yeah wow. I, I do like in these chapters the like slow reveal that Senere does care about what happens to yes. Janelle it's and great. like everybody is calling her out on it or either <laughs> not or at least noticing oh, like there's yeah. a scene where uh Tarate is just I'm like I'm just worried about Janelle and then Senere's like looks around and is like me too <laughs> and I make sure yeah. <laughs> but of course it's uh, Talia who like calls her out on that's it that's great yeah yeah I get some, some good like Talia point of view chapters uh, here Talia Where? is like 18 wisdom Talia yeah, is absolutely, absolutely the class. <laughs> yeah she yeah. just she has so much what is it now that they call it emotional intelligence or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's so great i love her i, I do think it's yeah but i do think it's um very um what's the word poignant that in the earlier chapters talia was thinking about you know relisvar looks at me and sees nothing and then sulis has the same assumption like she looks at talia and was like oh you're nothing Oh, you're less than nothing. You're Javon's like puppy dog, and then they could not be more wrong yeah, about this absolutely. situation. Because yeah. even before what happens in the next book, you know, Talia is the like, uh, I don't like. Imagine like all these people's like emotional uh, boundaries or walls they have up. And Talia is the one that feels like is knocking a lot of them down. Or at least being like, hey, there's a door here in this wall that you've erected. Yeah, you you, you can get out of this it? if you want to. Yeah. 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 You could be happy. <laughs> you know that, yeah. right? It's like, I've also been through a lot of shit and I'm happy. So yeah. it's, it's possible. It's also nice that she's like, 
normal powered like any yeah. other book she would be the hero <laughs> yeah, totally. any other book she's like she went from being a slave and her twin was murdered and she's on this this huge quest that takes her across the world and she learns martial and uh like spell casting skills and then like the denouement is like oh somebody else killed him we're busy yeah Poor Talia. Get, get in the god car, bitch. We're going shopping. <laughs> There's also a version of events where Talia is not like, doesn't come up at all and just like yeah. makes a, an appearance uh, in the last book. It's like, oh, this was, what's her name, sister? You remember that, right? And now she takes a major role and is integral to... Uh, whatever success may happen or not. Hell yeah. We stand tall yeah. Speaking of fucked up situations, this, <laughs> like, this, That's like... That's a segue for this podcast. This, like, Sula's prison that Janelle is in is all kinds Oof. of weird. Yeah. It's like, yes! Uh, it's like a glass pyramid on an icy mountain. And... Weird, like, extra-dimensional space. It's a pocket plane. It'd be cute if it weren't full of torture. Yeah. And hyenas. Mm. Yeah, I like hyenas, though. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so what is it? So, th- this is another part where, like, I remember being really confused the first time reading this. So Still confused. kind of confused. Like, the bits where, like, basically, Sulis is like, you're a demon, you're gonna teach me how to be a demon. And so Janelle kind of, like, mentally working through it over the course of these chapters uh it's it's wild and it's like yeah it, it's weird that like it, fe- it feels like so much of being a demon is like mental mm-hmm. right that she had a she had a emotionally slash instinctively slash intellectually figure it out yeah yeah Cause, and because even once Sula's kind of like has her moment she was like oh I see it now and yeah. then we kind of don't see what exactly happens after that, but I, I'm assuming that, you know, she goes and, like, eats a couple souls. These chapters make a lot more sense to me now after doing this podcast, because we focused very much more than when I read it the first time on uh, Relisvar explaining why God Kings is such a bad idea. Because he's like, he explains to Gritz, like, this whole God King thing is a, you know, one step closer to the next thing. And now with this, these chapters, like, oh, so essentially Janelle out of survival skipped the the God King part and went straight to the next t- part, which is demon. And so these chapters of Janelle showing Sulis how to do it, like uh, the first time I read it, it like the whole um, God King and demon thing seemed separate. Like they weren't like a, a demon was very much not anywhere close to having any connection to being a god king, but now because we focus so heavily on those chapters with Relisfar and Gritz, uh, these chapters make a lot more sense to me now. So, 
and going back to what we already read about when Janelle was Elena and she realized something when she was out trying to get into Kieran's prison or into Valkaroth's prison. Did she realize she was a demon then and Zaltaroth made her forget? Because Zaltaroth made her forget something twice. And I think that was... I think she realized something about how demons work and that's why she could free Kieran's upper soul. Does that jive with what you understood? Because I'm like most... I'm like 80% putting it together. Maybe maybe 60. I think Alanya knew how to become a demon or had more demon knowledge. And then when Zaltaroff forced... uh, And now I gotta rethink this. Like my, my so like Sindral was mm-hmm. all about them souls. Was like right. a, a soul that, that's scientist. What I mean. Yes. And Sindral so, knew. Yeah, so how to Sindral knew stuff. And so then you got Zaltaroth, which we have learned now in this chapter, is Sulis going through time over and over again, which is mm-hmm. God, still hard to wrap my brain. Fucked up. Uh manipulates the reincarnation of Sindral to marry Atron Candle or blah, 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 end up in a position to heal Sarek's souls and Falkaroff. And then, and then again, like now in the form of, and then when Janelle is born, I guess also knows, okay, this is Sindral, Alana in this new body. I'm going to take this child. I'm going to fuck her up. She's going to be my weird little, my weird little witch baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she, because she is one day going to teach me how to be a demon, like it's that mm-hmm. crazy like cyclical thing where like she Sulis slash Zoltaroth is now on eight dimensions. Like it is right. She's got to keep yeah. time from becoming a paradox. Yeah. So she's got to always have Janelle teach her to do something. But yeah, like like I think yeah, basically like Janelle has all this like soul manipulation knowledge locked in her past lives and mm. Sulis has to Sulis has to get that information out of Janelle so Sulis be- can become a demon so that Sulis can then make Janelle a demon in the past so that she can teach Sulis how to become a demon like it's right uh, yeah it's some back to the future shit uh, yeah so she does she does figure it out and she does escape what seems to be being locked in her own head. But in the meantime, Sulis is in control of Burke body. And this is one of the, this is one of my favorite things low key about these books is that it takes to less than one chapter yes! to figure it out. <laughs> she does such just, a bad job of pretending to be Janelle though. She does do a bad job, but also I hate the narratives where you're sitting there screaming at the characters being like, she wouldn't refer to herself as a woman. Yeah. Tereth realizes it, like, belatedly, but, like, five minutes, not, like, five weeks. It's great. But it's still... He figures it out, but it's still too late. Yeah. So it doesn't, like... It doesn't break the plot by him figuring it out. But it just makes it... Establishes that, oh... Yeah, because I also don't like it when... uh, Main characters are forced to be dumber than they are... They've been described as for most of the series just to make the plot move right yeah and it just 
it it would say such bad things about whatever is like slowly happening in their relationship if he can't even recognize when the woman he is falling in love with is it not that woman yeah. or not that person right. rather because yeah. again not a woman and it makes perfect sense because this is the this is the book where uh Therese figures out you know his situation with Janelle I mean a lot of the book so far has been them quarreling and then communicating and then after communicating having sex covered in wine and work. <laughs> And that just happened. It just happened like <laughs> 20 true. minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, in between that, there was a failed assassination attempt where, attempt where a mimic showed up. So, yes. like, let's okay, not... I guess. I mean. Right. Yeah. Well, just this... so we keep track of our horny slash murder <laughs> chart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Janelle, like, basically, like, had a seizure had a nap, and then woke up when it was a different person. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm glad that, like, Terath was like, oh, that's weird. That's, ooh, oh. Yeah. And then, like, fucking Senaray and Javon and Talia leap out of a portal that's covered <laughs> in sigils. They, like, trap Talon in a whirlwind immediately. It is a delightful standoff. And I forgot, like, Terath has never met Senere, Javon, and Talia. And it was, it felt really weird at this point that he was like, who are these women? Like, this pale <laughs> lady is here. I was like, oh, right. They've never met. Yeah, I did, I, I did find that very strange. Like, don't they know each other right now? No, I guess, like, Tarith really isn't in book two, though. And That's uh, true. That's kind of when, yeah. you know, most of that happens. Like, he just met Talon. No, yeah. wait. Uh, oh, no, it, they they fought in the first book. Yeah, end of, end of Rune of Kings, they fought. They fought. Oh, it was Janelle that just met Talon because yes. Therese and Janelle have that discussion. Yes. Like, oh, do you think you think it's that Talon person impersonating right. Kieran? And then Therese has the comment. He's like, oh, I forgot that Janelle had never met Talon. And now we're getting the reverse. It is weird that how, like I always forget that Therese basically was not in book two at all. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he has like a couple scenes. That's it. So yeah. So yeah, the gang shows up. They uh, fight. Uh, Sulis scuttles off in Janelle's body, and, and immediately go find goes and finds the most powerful person and yeah. manipulates them. Who gives her a dope sounding makeover? To be honest, I wish we had those scenes <laughs> in the space oh, of man. as long as it takes to like fight a bunch of demigods to a standstill. Sulis. <laughs> somehow displaced the current wife of the yes. king. <laughs> oh, man. That is funny. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, she's horrible, but you do have to give her a little credit for being skilled. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and we have the, the very excellent, like, Valathia fucking politic, like, lawyering everybody's asses scene it's so good but like some of the stuff that they talk about like would or wouldn't happen if they if they overturn the law of danos is wild like so if they oh like they overturn the law of danos uh mayani and cariel are married again legally mm -hmm. which is uncomfortable mm -hmm. uh For fortunately no incest taboo yeah unfortunately <laughs> she does a great fucking job like making her her points though mm-hmm um, they probably don't have a p 
polyamory taboo either. So her being considered married again is just emotionally awkward and not legally awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess they'd have to figure out who, like, the lines of descent in terms of, like, genetic composition. I do, I do like that Danos is, like, actually a reasonable person. He's not, like, some mm-hmm. stick in the mud, like, no, this is my law, and it's gonna stay my law, it's gonna stay this way forever. Like, he actually, he listens to reason. Yeah. It's it's an interesting, like, it's just like a public conversation. It's kind of nice. And the fact that they all are, like, do this truth spell thing where they can't lie is nice. Yeah. I think that was that's what makes uh carry all uh the king whose name I suddenly forgot Colonis. and Mayani yeah Colonis and Mayani so we could all the Vane seem so chill and then these three just seem like complete like unhinged <laughs> they are yeah yeah what is it like one of the earlier chapters said is like this family's like hobby is overthrowing each other yeah it's power it's power yeah yeah although shorthand overthrowing each other also works yeah valthea is such a great character i love her she shows up she's immediately in charge and you just like i don't know i feel she's the tie-in so this book yeah absolutely yeah we got we had tie-in so and then ninevis and now valthea Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dream I like team. it. And Dorna. Yeah, badass older ladies. Killing it. Oh yeah, Dorna. I love Dorna. Yeah. So yeah, so, Dorna. So this is the moment where Tarendel gets like the mental message from Kieran. And he's like, don't worry, I have this covered. And he dumps out a container of a hundred dead Vonnie founders. <laughs> And then, and then I, I feel like it's yeah, it's like the same chapter. All hell breaks quickly loose, uh, where Javon is like, uh, "Nope, we're fucking killing Sulis. Bye. We're gonna." She's like, "We're going to Plan B, killing Janelle to try to kill Sulis." And then, like, the power of love convinces her not to. And then Sulis <laughs> is like trying to get her to con- to trade Ajin's star tier in exchange for leaving her alone. And everybody is pissed at Doc, and he's like not telling people what are going, what's going on. He's like in full, like I gotta save the world mode, and he's not sharing with anybody. It's like it gets very dramatic very quickly in uh, chapter ninety-seven. Yeah, and then there's the whole other plot of Grits and Kieran, and like that that goes off the wall so much that yeah. the person who never curses uh is like Gahan. What the fuck? Yeah, I love that he calls him Gahan. It's like such a nice little detail of, you know, Thervishar remembering his past life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like using it to his advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has no, like Gritz has no emotional connection to Thervishar, but by using his real name, mm-hmm. he's establishing, he's reminding uh, Gritz of who he was as Similian. Yeah. He also steals Grit's wand, which I 
forgot. I did not notice that. When yeah. did that happen? And like nice. Right? Okay, so they they go back to Gritz's lab and they're basically like, "What the fuck? You're working with Rello's bar. You know, you've you've got this booby-trapped crystal thing." And uh yeah, Thervishar like palms Gritz's wand off the table as they're explaining like, "Oh, well, you want to know about souls? Well, we actually have Sindril's current incarnation running around right now. Like, she's she's one of our good friends. And uh, and then that's when Rillosvar shows up. Oh, no, then they go back down to Lake Jorah because Gritz is going to deactivate the crystal and then Rillosvar shows up. So Thurbishar has Gritz's wand on him at the moment. I that was very... Totally uh, that. Yeah, I did not... That was a good catch. I did not pick that up at all. But that was very dramatic when Relsvar shows up because he's like, "No, you won't." It's like <laughs> yeah, it's a such voice a drama behind, queen. A voice I, behind us said, and then like, I imagine the slow turnaround to see Relsvar standing there. Ah, uh, yes, I see you are indeed Kieran's brother. Yeah, he likes to pretend he's not like a aesthetics person, but <laughs> yeah. he definitely is. Uh, yeah, and then what else? So yeah, Valathia does her courtroom drama, um, and then we we kind of already talked about this in chapter one hundred. Oh, so Janelle is also like kind of doing some past life exploration as she's like trapped in this weird like dark emotional coffin. Yeah, the emotional co- emotional coffin is a good way <laughs> yeah. to describe it. And then, oh, and I love the little bit where, you know, she talks about how, like, oh, I saw, I, I saw a light that I was, like, trying to get to because they were they were doing this thing where they were, like, trying to basically use a glyph to, like, suck Sulis out of Janelle's body. And so Valathia mm. had that, like, on her papers at the Danos hearing. Um, yeah, she just had to be in proximity. Yeah. But yeah, it says she's she'd been a demon from the start. Yeah. What? Which is what? Yeah, I still I I understand it better this read, but I'm still trying to wrap my entire head around all the ways that demons exactly work. So yes. mm, yeah. Oh, the <laughs> we also get a Sulas POV, which is uh, interesting. But the the best part about it is a footnote. Uh, or so no, it's not even fun. No, it's a it's like an interstitial where Kieran is like, Senere is gonna be so mad that you made this up. Oh yeah, he's like, see, this is what this is what Senere was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's no way you could have this. Yeah, and he's like, you're just proving Senere right by doing this. Mm-hmm. And then Thurvishar is like, shrug. <laughs> <laughs> and then Talon like kills quote unquote the Sulasorath. But, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if that's, like, one of those things where, yes, she dies here, but, like, that just, she's already, like, entered the cycle of redoing things now. I don't know. It's brain hurdy. Wait, now I don't remember it. It's at the the very end of 100. Talon, like, rips her apart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she rips her body apart, yeah, though. Yeah, I think at that point it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and if Janelle can go back and forth between the veil. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah we, do have, like, we do have that important hint at the end. You think you've escaped your enemies this way, so you probably got away. Like, but I, I wonder if you have any idea how little tolerance Zaltarath will have for your existence. So you're not a long-lost sister, you're competition. So we do have a hint that Zaltarath and Sulis are not... Not yet, or maybe not ever the same person. Stay yeah, tuned. It's so weird. And like, yeah, stay tuned. It's fucking... Right. But also, like, this, we've we've read these books multiple times and we still don't understand it. So, like, don't, yeah. don't feel like you have to get it the first time. I think it's a really smart move to um, have them call demons just because of if she, if Gen Lions had used a made up word mm. for what these creatures were called, it would have been a lot sooner that I would question what exactly demons are. But because mm. we have such an association with the word demons that get away with is not the right word, but sort of like hide in plain sight of, mm-hmm. um, cause you know, I, Demons are, quote-unquote, you know, evil creatures slash monsters slash, you know, they're the bad guys without their, you know, chaotic evil rather than, or like, you have an association when you hear demons that you wouldn't make necessary, if it was just like a made-up word for whatever these creatures were, then all these scenes, it'd be quicker to, like, okay, but what exactly are these things? They eat souls. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, grounds it in our brains. Janelle is one, but she's not evil, and but it's because she hasn't eaten souls, but she doesn't have a desire to eat souls, but she still has a human form, and I think it's a good move, you know, to um, sort of trick the readers by just calling them a thing that we all know of already in other stories. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good point because we already assume we-, we have so much conflicting information about demons too, right? Like sometimes they're corporeal, but sometimes like the exorcists, they're like inhabiting you as a spirit, right. like some. That they live in hell, so they're they're maybe dead, but they're not dead. Yeah, so they're really ambiguous, and that you're right, that helps a lot. Um, by the same token, though, it's it remains confusing to me why the like the the not avatars, but like close enough to a god are called angels. It confuses mm. me so much every single time I see the word. There's just uh, uh, oh my god! Actually, in the courtroom scene, so like Balathea is is talking to Teraith about. Mm you know, oh, like, you die all the time, right? And uh, and he's like, yep, I'm an angel of Thane because she's my mom. And he uses another word for it, I think. He does. He explains... Yeah. He, he uses the other word first, and then uh... and then explains it. Uh, hold on. I, I'm I looking it up now. Servitor. Servitor. Yeah, you're right. I believe the common word for it is angel. Which I, like... I, I, I'm assuming servitor is a real word, too, but, yeah. As far as I know? But yeah, yeah. The, the idea that, like, it has an official title, but, like, the the reg folk are like, Angel! Right, yeah. 
So yeah, I wonder what kind of mythology came with the founders when they came over because like they were super advanced, but obviously you take you take culture. It, it is funny, yeah, because like their world sounds an awful lot like our world a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Like a better version of our world. I refuse. Where... I refuse to think about that because <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> it is my least favorite story okay. tropes of fantasy world is the post Earth <laughs> after I, apo- I hate it so much. I'm not Forget even thinking it. about it's it. It's on the boat. It's on the boat that we it's also a different, talk about. They were That's from a different planet that was not cover. Earth. <laughs> the locked tube is that. I know, and I was mad when I found that out. It's <laughs> good. Because I didn't know that until the last book. I, I, I picked it up in like the first book. That's like no, I didn't pick it up at all. Yeah. Oh, alright. Anyway. Uh, I don't think I have any other crazy thoughts about these chapters. We're, we're barreling towards the finish here. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna just do the last set of chapters in one gulp, right? Finish it, yeah. Oh, yeah. we should say King Kalanas is now dead. Oh yeah. Yes, Sulis. <laughs> oh well. Yep. Sulis kills him and then stabs herself in right. order to be like, "Well, this peace. situation is going. <laughs> peace out. I'm done. Deuces." <laughs> What a power move, though. Like, imagine instead of dropping a mic, you stab yourself and just fall over. Damn. Uh, what are y'all, what are y'all reading? Uh, I'll go first. I'm reading The Empire of Exiles by Aaron M. Evans. It's a murder mystery slash fantasy. Uh, it takes place in a world where they have, like, walled themselves in because their world has a um they're like at war with changelings and so like there was a point in time where changelings were like invading their society and like you know pretending to be loved ones and shit and trying to take over so they have like they have like a walled in society in order to keep the changelings out so they all know who each other is and then um it's cool because it i i like a i like a fantasy book where it has humanoids that are not all humans and some of them like have horns and three eyes and um there's like a conspiracy going on that involves uh a like it has like a framework of there was a um there was a like a usurper like 28 years ago and it tells little bits of that story in between major chapters, and then there's a like a murder mystery going on now that that are connected somehow, and it's it's really good. Love a good murder mystery. Nice. All right, writing that one down sounds good. Oh, and the the characters are really uh, neat, and they have these uh, they have like these experts that are sort of like like one expert is like. Uh, a a young man who is like his thing is bones, and they have like a connection to bones like magically, that is like almost like a, a drug where like they get too addicted to bones, like if it, and I forget they call it spiraling, where like they basically have like a, a 
sort of like a manic meltdown, but like on a magical scale. And so while they're used to like stud like study bones or whatever their expertise is, they have to like sometimes go into isolation because they can become they can become like manic and spiraling into their magic to the point where they'll literally like entomb themselves in like whatever their thing is. And it's uh, it's fun. Nice. Sounds claustrophobic. <laughs> Which I like and like that that's a weird thing to say, I realize. But like I like like really dense, like tense dramas. They're all on a ship or like in a room or something. That's cool. Um Christina, what, what are you reading? Uh so this <laughs> This recommendation is both brand new and at least 10 years old. The uh, 10-year anniversary edition Kickstarter came in for Ursula Vernon slash T. Kingfisher's uh, comic called Digger. Um, or now it's, and now it's called Digger Unearthed. It is super cute. Uh, it has manages moments of, like, extreme intellectual, like, insight and like moral questioning and like emotional devastation into a story about a wombat who gets lost like (laughs) and uh there there is um i fell asleep reading it and i I think i talked in my sleep about the oracular snail and i'm not going to explain what that is you should just pick up the book like it's hilarious and also adorable so steph what are you reading so I went from having, like, no books on deck to having, like, six books on deck in one week. So I made a really, like, yeah. concerted push this week to finish some books. So I finished, I read, I read the entirety of The Lost Metal in, like, a week, nice. which, no regrets. Uh, it was good. Josh and I are going to yell about it. Uh, and listeners, by the time you hear this, the, the yelling will have happened, like, several months ago. But, yes. um like Zaltaroth. Indeed, yes. <laughs> yes, our, our podcast time. is the ultimate demonic time loop. <laughs> uh, and then I also finished The Stardust Thief, um, which had a, a, I quite enjoyed. It, it. I was a little lolly in the middle, but once you get about 60% in, it really like kicked off. And, okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm reading uh, The Mimicking of Known Successes, which is an upcoming space murder mystery Uh I am reading uh, the Astonishing Tales of the Black, S- or no, the Tales of the Astonishing Black Start Spark, which is an upcoming bookling that we're going to do, and I think that's it. Nice. So yeah, made a made a concerted effort to to push the the list down a bit. That's going to be my Thanksgiving week plans. American Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully, uh, you can still find us on Twitter at No Page Page Podcast. Uh, Also, look for us on Instagram at No Page Pod? Question mark? Yeah. Also, look for us on Insert New Social Media here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, find me on Mastodon. I gave up. Can't. The reinstatements... uh, I'm I'm not going back to 2017 or whatever it was. I you can find it, us so. on Penguin Club. <laughs> no, that one's also full of Nazis. <laughs> you can find us on Tumblr. <laughs> you can find us on MySpace. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring Zanga back. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I learned I learned the most basic of HTML that way. Yeah, what is Zanga? Right? I don't know what Zanga is. 
It was like Live Journal, but yeah. slightly different. It was like a competitor for Live Journal. It was a blog. Oh, a blogger, I use like... Blogger. Nice. There you go. Yes, which I think is still around, right? Yeah. I don't know. I hope mine is <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact my Zanga no longer exists because I, I somehow still had email forwarding set up between like nice. three chained old emails. Nice. Uh, they were like, hey, we're going to shut this down. And I'm like, that's fine. That's a good you can find us on GeoCities. <laughs> GeoCities.com black slash teddy bear four backslash. We're going back to website circles. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some oh, cool yeah. flame bar gifts. You can just do like forward this email to 20 people or your crush won't <laughs> like you back. Chain letters are the new social media. You can read our away messages on AOL's The Messenger. <laughs> Or MSN. Mm. MSN. The Great Oracle from Known of the Night. <laughs> I would like to stop showcasing my age now <laughs> by naming all these ancient websites. <laughs> uh, at least we're not at least we're not doing it by ancient meme. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. you can email oh. strong bad at anyway. <laughs> right? Anyway, you can actually find us at geeklyinc.com slash reading. Look for our yes. reviews. Those aren't going anywhere. Uh, no. And for the time being, it's a good way to find books because I don't think the publishers have decided where to migrate. Oh, I didn't oh, even think of that. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. I'm going to have to read. I, I signed up for so many newsletters. And now I wake up in the morning. I was like, did you know this historical fiction exists? It's like, I hate history. <laughs> <sighs> All right, what about you personally, Christina? Where can people find you? Uh, I don't know my Mastodon off the top of my head yet. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Christina Ladd. I think I'm on home.social for anyone who's figured out how that works yet. This is coming out like no. six months from now when yeah. we all understand what's it's going November. on or we've all changed. <laughs> so yeah, it's November 20th of 2022 and I'm sorry. Right, six Josh. months from now... <laughs> Elon could have easily fucked everything up and sold Twitter to somebody else. And we've all tentatively come back like deer to yeah. the watering hole after the lion has departed. Or it could like have a completely new name like here's wor a Worder. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on Potato. I would sign up for a social media. <laughs> <for Potato. laughs> That'd be great. Your friends could be your spuds. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a, a distinct uh desire to not make yourself look attractive it's like no and, I'm it's in like, potato mode yes do you remember when twitter had the when you didn't have a profile image they had the egg this would just oh, have yeah. the potato yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good idea. we should trademark this right now it's retweeting it's receding oh god <laughs> And then you have yeah. creepy things where you like give people eyes instead of hearts. Now oh, when God. people say mash that like button, it's <laughs> <they're> totally different. <laughs> <I mean it. laughs> All right. Okay, so you can uh, find me on potato at Stephokaston, <laughs> as well as on pretty much every other social media platform. So find me or don't. You're an adult. Do your own thing. Yeah. Yes. Send yeah. us money. Yeah. Send us money or interact with us if you want to be nice. If Mail you want me to be American mean, dollars. Still listen. My currency is not doing good. Find me 
Find me on Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal <laughs> at four or five ways. Yeah, yeah. And send me money. PayPal at Stephanie O. Kingston at Gmail. Leave that in. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> yeah, find me at ChristinaLad.com. I think I have a somewhere you can pay me. Or don't. Just or just yeah. Just, just your enjoy life. your life and don't be a Nazi. Yeah, like, don't feel like you have really to be shackled by social media to follow your favorite book podcasters. <laughs> Listen, I have student loans coming back. Send me money. Yes. <laughs> yeah, send Jeff, uh, Josh money. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, books. Anyway, books. Wait, Josh, you didn't do your socials. <laughs> I did. It's yeah, the, okay. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> okay, books. <laughs> Thank you for listening to No Page Unturned, part of the Geekly Inc. podcast family. If you like the show, please show us some love with a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Page Podcast. The show is edited by me, Steph Kingston. Our amazing theme music is by Bad Sparrow, and you can check them out at Bad Sparrow Music. And our cover art is by Chango Chimango, who you can check out on Instagram and Twitter at Chango Chimango.